Hi, and welcome back to Through the Looking Glass. This is episode two. Um, we are, uh, we discussed a little bit about format yesterday after posting some of what we posted. Uh, we're going to try to keep this video to um, about 20, 25 minutes and just touch on a few of the things that we brought up yesterday, uh, but, but do kind of a, a deeper dive on uh, using a couple screen shares and things like that. Uh, before we get started, um, Through the Looking Glass, it's important to remember this, right? This is for, uh, for entertainment purposes only. Um, we are not investment, uh, investment advisors, and nor, nor do we want to suggest in any way that we are. So um, please keep that in mind as you, as you think about some of the topics that we're bringing up. This is not investment advice in, in any way, shape, or form. So with that, let me, uh, let me hand it over to, uh, to the guys here and get, a, get some brief intros, and then I've got a quick statement about the, the cast here, and then we're going we're gonna to hop right into a presentation um, that uh, Ryan's going to walk us through. All right, guys, what's up? I'm Ryan. Um, as you know, probably from the first video, I'm the equity investor. So uh, that's where my knowledge stem, stems from. And uh, that's what attracted me to Mir. And I'll go ahead and hand it off to Georgie. He'll give you a little insight about what he's all about. And uh, we'll move on from there. Hey, guys, Georgie here. Um, as you know, maybe from uh, the previous intro, uh, background in academics and research so I'm interested in math and I'm fascinated by uh, complex systems and I think uh, looking at the emergence of the networks that support crypto is exciting to me so that's what attracted me to this very excited to be in this conversation and on this journey with you guys very cool and my name is Joseph um, studied uh, finance uh, formally in school but I'm uh, a tech guy because I guess we all kind of have to be these days um, have been in, in the space uh, for a little bit and uh, you know here to learn met these two guys on uh, poking around in, in the mirror protocol forum and we decided that uh, we had some some shared interests here and uh, thought we would spin up a little platform to discuss them because this stuff moves fast and uh, you know having a, a variety of different opinions kind of talking about it um, has certainly in our previous discussions, Georgi and, and Ryan has kind of helped us as we've, you know, worked to grok the whole the whole scene here. So um, with that, one one quick uh, statement here, and then I'm going to hand it over to Ryan, um, get him to do a drill down on the the Mirror platform and a, a little bit of a little bit to do with Cash, the Cash.io app. Um, the goal of this cast is to we're not here to shill, we're not here to use jargon, we're not here to um, you know, kind of put up yet another hedge in this, in, in, in the walled garden of finance, right? The goal yeah. here is that, is that we, you know, we met, we've got different, very different perspectives come from very different backgrounds. Um, and there's a lot that we, we know, but if you're a thinking person, what you know is that the more, the more you know, the more you understand you don't know, right? And so, you know, our goal here is just, we're going to learn. Uh, we want to learn with you. Um, we want, if we misstep or misspeak or whatever, you know, our goal is, is not to, uh, is not to uh, do anything other than kind of push interesting conversation and talk about it uh, in just a conversational and approachable way. Um, yeah. Guys, anything to add to that? No judgment, just um, humility, respect for everyone's opinion, background and perspective and preference and goals, right? Um, and yeah, no, no goal uh, to, to preach or to impose opinion, but just to learn together 
and get that positive conversation, constructive conversation. Yeah, this is obviously new for all of us, so we're here to learn. Um, so don't be afraid to uh, shout out and tell us, you know, hey, that's not right. You know, this is actually how it works. So uh, open to tons of criticism. So I'm going to go ahead and lead it off here and uh, walk you guys through the Terra.Mirror Finance here online. So uh, as you can see here, this is the Terra dashboard. So if you just go to Terra.Mirror.Finance, this will be your dashboard. Um, and this is basically just an overview that you'll see on the home screen here of just total value locked, liquidity in the protocol, um, total trading, trading volumes, top traded assets, a lot of stuff that you see kind of like on a, your brokerage account or whatever trading platform you use. You guys have anything to add to this dashboard? Uh, nothing, nothing other than, um, I think that, you know, we discussed this a little bit yesterday, but to Ryan's, Ryan's kind of latter comment there, you know, the way to think about this is that it's like a brokerage account, right? And that's, that's kind of the look and, and feel and vibe that, you know, these guys are trying to give and, uh, you know, um, and that's kind of the goal of, of showing liquidity, volume, locked, you know, total locked value or uh, total value locked, excuse me, giving, breaking out liquidity collateral, staked mirror, um, those, and we'll probably get into this later, but those have um, implications for a network that's using a blockchain to function. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but this is just kind of the lifeblood of the, of the mirror platform. So, yeah. And as you can see, this is Terra and Ethereum combined, separate, uh, dashboards if you're just quickly looking at Terra or Ethereum. Um, and then your MyPay will be when you connect to your Terra-based wallet. So uh, if you were to connect to your Terra wallet, you would just hit connect, top right, and then uh, connect it via your Terra Station mobile app or if you have the Terra Station uh, extension in your browser installed, it's pretty seamless to, uh, to connect it from there as well. Like and a, then from there, like once MetaMask, basically, exactly similar to MetaMask. Um, and then here we'll get down to the nuts and bolts, the trading tab. This is where all your assets are going to be that you can trade. Obviously, Mirror is going to be in there because that's uh, the native token there. And then you got all your mirrored assets in here. And this is basically, I believe we got a little over 20 in here, but we'll just kind of go down the list here. You got the VIX. Um, oil, gold, silver. It's pretty cool. They're actually trading Bitcoin and Ethereum on here. Um, I don't know. Have you guys messed around with any trading in here yet? Yeah, my I I, I opened my first short position um, the other day just to play around with it. Uh, it's pretty intuitive. What was that in? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, man. It was uh, it was GameStop. Let's see, how, let's see how we're doing today. Nice. Get on the Wall Street bets action. Okay. So yeah, it looks like GameStop's down. So oh man, it might be a good good call for you there. <laughs> um, so yeah, these are just all the mirrors you can trade. And the protocol is working on getting more assets out there. So um just look out for some of those new ones in the future. I know the Arky is supposed to be coming soon. So Hey, hey Ryan, I had one, one quick comment there. You want to go up to the top just real quickly? 
Yeah. Um, yesterday, if you guys will recall, we mentioned a bit about how these uh, prices are um, are collected and you know delivered back to the mirror pro uh, the mirror uh, platform. Um, if you'll recall, that's called a, a, a an oracle, right? Is was what observes that price and brings it back in. And as you can see, and we'll use uh, we'll use Vixie as an example. Um, so that those are pro that is the ProShares VIX short term futures ETF. Then the the oracle is then hitting some database, and it is saying this is the price of you know uh, uh, one one share twenty three point seven six. And then if you go back over to the uh, to the main screen there, Ryan, um, you'll see that it's uh, right now uh, you, you've got the volume, you've got the price, you've got the fact that it's down 0.92%, um, and then you've got a premium. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but isn't the premium basically the delta? Yeah, the delta between um, the Terra uh, swap price swap. and the Oracle price, which means what it's trading for on mirror versus what it's trading for on uh you know what it's trading for in the markets and then obviously people use um you know bullish or bearish buying action to discover the true price which lo and behold will be uh the oracle price uh in the end just kind of some of the magic of markets there yeah and the oracle price i think um there's some general rules for that like i think uh chain link is really uh, um, sort of the 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 main player in that space where I think you need to collect global information from all the markets and maybe average or do a weighted average or do some sort of um, effective price because you can't display the price for every individual input point. So TerraSwap, because TerraSwap isn't the entire market, relative to the market, you've got a little premium on the Vixie here, which I think is perfectly fine. There's some fluctuations. We touched upon that last time. And I think, uh, I think that's, uh, that's uh, fine. It doesn't mean that the price is less true or anything. I think the Oracle price is a little bit more of an average representation of the entire market versus individual pieces of the market. Hmm. Right. Point. So the next tab is our borrow tab. This is where you would go to uh, borrow any assets that you'd want to to farm or anything if you didn't hold the assets. Uh, so for instance, the QQQ, let's say you just wanted to borrow some of the QQQ, you would have to put up collateral. Um, and looks like right now, the collateral requirement is 200%. So, you know, if you had two shares of MQQQ, you would have to put up 200% of the equivalent value of that in order to, uh, borrow those shares there you guys have anything uh that you want to input on that you can also adjust your collateral ratio if you feel like there could be a big move coming up just to kind of cover uh yourself from being liquidated yeah I, the one thing i would add to this is like the really 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 special thing about um something about a synthetic asset that's traded using something like ust as kind of the the, the peg value is that you can track you can trade fractional um fractional ownership of the um of the asset and so that's something that's that is it's making its way to traditional markets i forget the company that i saw that was 
that was uh, that was uh, suggesting that you could do that. But you know, that's pretty interesting. You don't have to buy a share of anything. You can just buy a fraction. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, as Ryan said, you'd have to collateralize, um, you know, wherever you choose on that slider bar, minimum of 150, uh, 150% of the value of what you purchase uh, in order to, uh, to, borrow, uh, to borrow that, that asset. Yeah, I think for me, that's a big deal um, because especially the, uh, <laughs> the word mint can, can give the impression that you're just creating some virtual fake things out of thin air and they're meaningful, meaningless, or there's some sort of derivatives. Whereas because you're, you're actually collateralizing with USD, which is one to one to dollar, you're actually putting money. This isn't, um, this isn't leveraged uh, in the way like a hundred X leverage trade that you would put in. So, uh, and it's heavily collateralized. I think it was like 150%, 200% ratio. So, so you're not actually inflating anything or creating these um, derivatives that are, that are just bubbles. Right, and uh, one thing I find pretty cool, you don't have to supply UST. So if you're already holding, you know, say Apple or the SPY or something like that, you can basically collateralize that um, and use that as your collateral. And then if you want to go ahead and farm the shares that are borrowed, you can do that as well. So um, you don't necessarily have to have UST uh, to do this. You need you, you can use any of these assets that are listed here in this dropdown, which is basically everything on the protocol. Which and and also Ryan, go up to the top just real quick in that list in that little dropdown. So here's another super interesting thing, brand new with V2, the AUST. That's actually the value that you have in Anchor. So if you have, right. for example, money in your in Anchor and you're saving money in Anchor, you can actually use that account um, value from that account to uh, to um, uh, collateralize uh, a position here in Mirror. So we're starting to see kind of those lines get cast over between these, you know, different islands in the Terra ecosystem. Yeah, so a lot of different options. I believe in version one, you had to have just UST. So uh, it's definitely come a long way since version one here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and move on to the farm tab. This is new for version two. Uh, this is where you can long farm and short farm any of the assets on the platform, uh, which I think is really cool. The short farming, to me, it's almost you know, something with a high short farm percentage is something similar to like kind of high IBR in options. That's kind of the way I think of it. Um, do you guys have anything that uh, you've experienced so far? I know Joseph, you said you had done a short position recently. What, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so it's, it's, you know, it is relatively intuitive. I, I'd have to say, though, that I'm not, I'm not an, an options guy in traditional markets. It's just not something that, you know, I've really, uh, I really have drilled down in on. Um, and so, you know, some of the, some of the terminology, terminology and kind of like thought processes is, uh, is kind of a newer way for me to, for me to think there. But um, yeah, it seems pretty intuitive, very easy to do. And um, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I'm up today <laughs> because of GameStop, but you know, we'll see. Nice. And then, so as far as the premium, how is that, uh, 
how is that distributed? Is that every day, Joseph, or is that every hour? Yeah, so, okay, this is something pretty interesting. So, um, and I'll just touch on it real quickly here. Um, the premium, so the premium registered in, uh, in my account, but then like, so when you short farm, it looks the same as if you're long farming, right? You have the amount that you're farming, you have your, you know, APY, you have, um, you know, your reward that you can claim. However, when the asset, it, at first when I shorted it, it, you know, it went in the direction that I, I thought that it may, and I made a little bit. But then what was interesting is when it moved in the opposite direction, when the asset increased in value, um, I actually looked back and my claimable reward was gone. So I, that, this is an outstanding question. I don't know exactly <laughs> if that was just, I didn't reload a page or something, or if like, you know, your reward is, is, you know, obviously that, you know, is, is elastic based on, you know, it seems like these percentages are constantly, you know, obviously have the ability to change. So, right. Uh, a little bit unsure as to what was going on there, but uh, like I said, pretty intuitive. Um, still some outstanding questions that uh, I'll be poking around on and hopefully be able to bring that information to you guys. So from what I learned, Joseph, was that it updates every 60 minutes because I opened a short position in Galaxy a couple of days back. And to me, it's, it seems like every 60 minutes. So keep an eye out on for that for your, uh, your premium that you should be collecting. Okay. Gorgie, you got anything uh, you want to share with the short farming? I know this is kind of up your wheelhouse, so uh, well, what do you think? Actually, yeah, not, not quite. In fact, uh, while, while I study the algorithms, I haven't quite uh, uh, been trading for that long, and I, I wouldn't identify myself as a trader anyway. But um, the long, and, and just the word farming, I think it's just more, um, uh, I think more of an accepted word. But, um, you know, the you can see you can't short the mirror the native token right that's right. interesting you can go against the system um also i think that that's what liquidity provision sort of evolved into in version two um uh, what was different and i'm curious is I remember in previous versions risk taking would give you a calculation for a long-term gain over i think the APY or something like that. I don't see it here, so I'm not quite sure exactly what the incur uh, what what the um, the thought is here. Do you guys know? The only thing I, the only thing I could think of is uh, you know with adding that APY to compounding it daily, it kind of adds to the fact that people would be more inclined to just collect premium every day and just stay in that position to basically collect that premium percentage. And maybe they took that away because people were just kind of parking in these short positions. And, you know, they, they want trading volume, right? They just don't want people to put money in and just let it sit there. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, that's what I was thinking. Uh, and I think it's a subject to further discussion whether maybe that is uh, in a way um, dealing with any kind of the impermanent loss, um, aspects of it and any anything else maybe the mechanism slightly different but if they want trading volume displaying let's say to m galaxy at the very top uh 43.57 percent but if you uh, restake daily then you get i don't know 75 percent apy right. that would have encouraged you to sort of 
you know, keep, keep restaking. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I think that's something to look at uh, because it's just a new, like a two weeks old interface and upgrade. Right. Yeah, I think that's something that uh, we'll definitely have to look into and, and touch on, you know, once we become more, more uh, familiar with that. I'm going to go ahead and move on to the governance tab. And uh, this is the last tab that you'll see here on the mirror protocol. This is basically where all the decisions are made for your voting um, for whitelisting assets, uh, any protocol changes, things like that. Uh, so here you can just see the APR right now in the governance tab, which this is just averaged over 15 days. Um, and then this is the community pool with the total amount staked currently in governance. Um, do you guys want to uh, kind of create a poll and see what it looks like here? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, this is a this is a super cool function, and I mean, this is this is this stands in stark contrast to, to your uh, brokerage account, right? You're definitely. It's like everyone has a everybody has a voice that way. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so anybody can do this, right? So I could come in here and if I wanted to whitelist a new M asset, right? If I wanted to say, hey, you know, I want you guys to trade, let's just say what's a small cap company that's out there right now, Joseph, you're in the tech industry. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of something that would be small. Uh, oh, you know what? Why don't you use a PLL? Um, um, PLL, so it'd be like MPLL, right? Yep. Yep. It's a lithium company so, um, in the southeast. Yep. And then I don't know what the name is. Let's just go with Pillar Logistics or something. And then listed exchange would be on probably the Nasdaq if I had to guess. And then reason for listing, you know, blah blah blah. And then information link i'm assuming this would be their their website and then the oracle which is where you would get all the data for that particular ticker symbol the other cool thing i saw was pre-ipo m assets which i haven't seen any yet but i think this is going to be pretty interesting once it comes out what do you guys think definitely interesting devil's in the details in the in the white paper update it says uh, the value of that whitelist pre-IPO asset is determined by the community. Um, and I will tell you, you know, from like, if you were, if you look at how you can value something, right. I mean, it's, it, the, the ways are numerous. You could use a yeah. discounted cash flow. You could use, you know, uh, prior, prior, uh, you know, trades, you could use, you know, like companies, you could use as a, you know, uh, a uh, common size balance sheet, you know, and relate it to groups that are kind of, you know, in, in, in that space. So I, you know, all that is to say is, uh, I love that idea. Absolutely love it. But it's going to be interesting to see how we as a community kind of work our way through that, you know? Yeah. And there'll probably definitely be a lot of volatility in those pre IPO assets, but, yep. uh, probably a, a good opportunity to collect a lot of premium there no doubt all right and uh next thing is the cash.io app which i know mirror has been trying to integrate a lot of uh separate applications so that people can get fiat money from their personal bank account 
into the mirror protocol app because it is a little uh i wouldn't say tough but it's just not normal the, the way you get fiat money to to the terror ecosystem so this is going to actually assist in bridging that and making it easier for people to be able to deposit money in cash and be able to make investments i know you have a little experience with this uh joseph what uh what sticks out here to you about the new cash.io app um man super super intuitive definitely dig this i you know i've got my little uh demo account spun up as well got my you know my fakey bucks in there my fakey ust bucks in there and uh just really excited about it i mean i think Georgi, maybe you mentioned this uh yesterday somebody did but you know uh as we start to see like things like this make crypto it, and I, I may get you know dragged for this, but make it quote real, you know when you can actually take UST or gains from some trade that you've made in Mirror, and you can run a debit card and buy like milk in real life or whatever, right? A gallon of gas. Um, yeah, that's pr that's pretty rad. So I dig it, Georgi. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean absolutely. I also spun up a little account, and the experience um, uh, of of having everything in one place is incredible. Um, so, so in real life, or like what's currently being done in order to invest in something, let's say buy Apple shares or Amazon shares, I have to deposit into a brokerage account, M1, Webull, Robinhood, whichever one, Fidelity, Fidelity and then wait until my money clears and then wait for a trading day or hours to open and all of that. This was instantaneous. It was incredible. Just the, the money goes straight in there, immediately starting earning interest in savings or immediately going into checking to be available to spend, uh, especially if there's credit card, and then immediately investing, moving investments around instantaneously and redefining your portfolio 24-7. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I think just the savings account, you know, with Anchor being at 20% right now, it's just, uh, it's kind of unheard of. It's kind of seems like a no brainer. I actually sent them an email today and I said, hey, when's the yes app going to be available? You know, so I can put some money in this thing, yep. but uh, yep. I haven't gotten a response yet. So hopefully uh, we'll hear something shortly. That's pretty much all I got today for as far as the mirror protocol on these new apps. I know there's Alice, but uh, we don't really have too much information on that right now yeah and I know we, may, we may want to circle back on that next week um we've got uh ryan i don't know if you want to hop out of the how of the screen share here so we can we can wrap it up we we do uh you know full disclosure here we're we don't work for mirror right like we don't work for for right. tara this is just something that we're doing so we're using you know the the freebie zoom so there are restrictions right um but that being said you guys have any closing thoughts here before we we hop in uh, episode two. So what's really exciting uh, for me, and I'm learning this, right, is to discover the ecosystem that Terra and other plat blockchain-based platforms offer. Uh, it's not just uh, the make, uh, market makers, but just the entire ecosystem of products and services. And just, I was, I was listening to various podcasts and a lot of people are acknowledging that that was none of this was present in 2017 or maybe just one there was just one uh, wallet or one card or one app and now it's exploded and it, you can see this 
uh, actualizations of what people thought were dreams four years ago. So it just shows you how rapidly everything's developing and think where we would, will be in four years. And I think that's the perspective that I have when I'm investing and when I'm, uh, when I'm just taking, taking these steps along this journey. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good point. It has moved pretty quick, Gorgie. And, you know, the Terra guys seem like they're, uh, they're pretty serious about this stuff and, and I'm, I'm impressed with what they've done so far. So uh, it'll be really cool to see kind of all the stuff that gets developed here in the next, you know, coming months to year. Cause I know they're already working on V3. So um, yeah. definitely gonna be some cool, cool stuff coming out. Yeah. And I mean, you know, go you to uh, the point that you just made and then, you know, we'll, we'll wrap here guys, but the point that you just made about, you know, the usability of these, of these different services and the availability of these different services. I mean, I, so I was working in Soma in San Francisco when, when, uh, when, um, um, Augur launched, right. And Augur became this prediction marketplace and, you know, and, uh, and Joey, Joey and those guys were doing some like really, really interesting work around prediction marketplaces and being able to, you know, spin up a marketplace around anything from, you know, the, the, what the yield and African wheat would be to a presidential election or whatever. And it's like taking nothing away from that. Cause these guys were absolutely pushing the, pushing the envelope, amazing work, right? Like at bleeding edge, maybe just a little past bleeding edge. Right. Um, but the fundamental difference is, is that like, we see this something like cash, which Ryan found it and turned us on to it, but we see something like this and it's like, clearly related to a world you know you know what i mean it's like it's like right. it's just it, it is a it is clearly designed to work in accordance to a system that you're already used to but what's happening underneath the hood is like sheer magic at scale if we can make sure that you hold your own keys <laughs> well well they already have uh, the cash app but it's chai right it's over right. in china you know right. and it's already in the it's already being yeah. used so we just we don't understand it because we can't read it obviously, but right. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's yeah. already, uh, it's already out there and you know, we're just kind of waiting for it over here in the U S man. So. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good point. Um, well, gents, any, uh, any parting shots here before we, uh, we hit the button and, uh, and, uh, think about episode three. Looking forward to that. Cool. Yeah. Looking forward to next week guys. Yep, we will see you next week. And uh, you you have just been a part of episode two of Through the Looking Glass. And uh, we'll see you in a few days. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you guys. Bye.